the fight happened like the fight was supposed to happen. Yes. Mayweather the, the kept boxer. it going to pay for his pay-per-view, and he clowned him for friggin' 10 rounds and, and let it go because, okay, we, we got to give the fans what they want. The, the boxer outboxed the puncher, who's actually more of a kicker. <laughs> I eat a pretty clean diet, Pat. I consider bratwurst part of a clean diet. I had two today. You are two today? But did you, what did you have them on? Did you have them on like? Nope. I just ate them. You just ate them. But so I, did, I did Traeger them. There you go. And I did have a lot of onions with them. That's that, good. That onions are good beer, onion, onions boil is like amazing. Mm-hmm. But no, I did not. Because actually bread's been backing me up. Hi, and welcome back to the Jim Nord Podcast. On today's episode, we get our opportunity to beat the dead horse and hopefully put it away forever. And we talk about uh, the results from the Mayweather-McGregor fight. Um, we also get into how I ruffled a couple feathers on social media uh, by asking if there were any lightweights or welterweights that wanted to fight me. Um, spoiler alert, it seems to have worked. So uh, thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another edition of the Jim Miller Podcast. Um, we've been really bad lately. Yeah, where'd you go? What do you mean, where'd I go? It's been a busy summer. No, 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 no. We did one. We d- you've we did been one gone. last week. Yeah, yeah, you were gone. You I were wasn't up, gone. You were up building a deck. I wasn't gone. You did there, it Jerry. <laughs> I always say dicks over decks. Yeah. Dicks over decks. <laughs> yep. We were, we were there podcasting, mm-hmm. eating kielbasa. Bows before, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme, so I can't say. <laughs> Bows before decks. Um, yeah, so uh, we never got to got, eh, we never got to give our opinion on uh, the Mayweather McGregor fight. Well, and I'm sure that don't even fucking give him any don't fucking. Even don't even do it. He doesn't want to do it. Why He's give him any tonight. publicity? It's feisty for getting clowned. <laughs> um, there were some fights uh, yesterday um, in uh, the Netherlands. Uh, a couple of these fights on the card, and uh, the main event was a pretty good fight. Um, and uh, I feel really, really popular on Twitter today. Like today and today only, because I asked for a fight. And uh, you asked for a fight on Twitter. On Twitter, that's what it came down to. Yeah. <laughs> having to, having to go to Twitter. To it shouldn't come down to that. It shouldn't come down to that. But uh, apparently, that's where we're at. So, um, so yeah. So we'll we'll stick with that. And and I've I've got there's at least at least eight or ten. Different fighters asking to fight me now. Um, between all the all the me, I had somebody. I had this Russian guy uh, email me on behalf of uh, one of the Russian fighters, um, saying that I should fight him. Um, a few others, but I'm not the type to pick. That's not my. That's not my job. I go in there, I fight, and that's it. You know, somebody else has the matches up. Um, but yeah, I'm looking to fight in. Uh, I was I was hoping to fight in October, and I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. Um, you know, and fight just uh, cards are starting to get booked up already into into November, and and uh, I sure as hell don't want to wait uh, until like late November and December and all that crap um, to be dealing with that. You know, I, I enjoy fighting. I'm I'm healthy, uh, and it's how I pay my bills. So, any of you guys out there? I know that you've all probably been uh, messaging Shelby. Uh, keep it up. Let's do it. I don't care who it is. And I don't really care where it is either. I just don't want to jump with her any more hoops in New York. That's about it. Well, that's where it's going to be. Long you Island, know. though. He's going to give you the fucking Long Island card. Yeah. Listen, uh, it's not it's not bad fighting close. Like, you know, I mean, it's easier and all that shit. But... I mean, I, they had they call, I was dealing with I was dealing with the New York Commission three days before the Pettis fight, 
uh, being told that I would, I might not be medically cleared from the Poirier fight. So, uh, and that was that was two fights and bunch of bunch of BS that I've had to go through. So, um, so I'm done with them. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really care where else. So it's September now. You are good to go for next month. I'm good to go. Yeah. You know, I uh I took a couple weeks off, but uh you know, I've back in it, been back in it a little bit and um you know, got some good rounds in today and and feeling good and I only need a couple weeks. I only need 6 weeks um to feel like I can perform, you know? It, it's uh it's a matter of kind of sucking it up and and getting in those hard workouts um but not overdoing it and so you don't you know you don't hurt yourself and uh i i I actually i hate it when it's longer than than like eight if i know that i've got to fight 10 weeks out it's it really makes it difficult because uh i feel like i end up overtraining at some point uh you know a couple weeks before the fight i think i think the diaz fight they told me like 13 weeks out or something like that and it was fucking awful it's hard to to go on the mats and train and not train specifically for that fight um when i had like three months uh, before it but uh yeah let's do it and now i watched uh your video you said at lightweight or welterweight yeah lightweight or welterweight i don't care i'm 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 getting to the point where i I don't know. I th- I think I might try my hand up at up at welterweight. You know, I I uh I had taken a, a decent amount of weight off and I had a couple really easy cuts for uh for 155, but uh you know, I just to be able to go in and really not have to worry about it and feel normal on fight day and having not even sucked out, you know, 8 pounds. Pound, you still feel it the following day. Um, so I, I think that uh, I think I'd perform better. I'd perform m- like I do normally. Obviously, size um, is going to be a little bit more of an issue, but uh, I, I have trained with bigger guys my entire career and, and uh, continue to train with some decent size guys. So um, I'd, I'd love to do it. At this point, I, there was a time where I, I would have fought up to 185 when I was walking around uh, about 180, um, 185. I would have fought up there because I I train with Dan every damn day, you know, and I'm not 185 anymore, and Dan sure as shit <laughs> isn't around 185 anymore. So, uh, but you know, 170 is is easy. So if you got a call today, hey Jim, eight weeks out, we want you at one seventies. Mm-hmm. Would you change your training program as opposed to a fight at fifty fives? Um, no, I really wouldn't change my change my training program. Um, you know, if I'm fighting a seventy pounder, my biggest weapon is going to be my speed. So I'm gonna I'm actually going to try to uh, go with guys that are going to push me and make me train faster and go faster um obviously you're gonna have to mix it up with with some guys that are gonna be around you know 195 200 pounds um but uh training wise it really wouldn't change much the diet is is easier because then i don't have to be in a calorie deficit for you know six weeks so that makes things easier (sighs) excuse me it's probably good too for the uh, bratwurst manufacturers. It probably they, yeah. Can't take that oh yeah, it right keeps now. keeps Johnsonville, <laughs> keeps Johnsonville in, uh, you know, that keeps them keeps them safe. They have forecasted based on when you fight, yeah. so they don't want to ramp up production. Yeah. You know that's some bullshit though, Pat. Because there seems to be this misconception that like I, I eat like crap and I'm sucking down beers, you know, constantly. Bratwurst isn't crap. It kind of is, but. It's like, it's meat. It is meat. It's protein. Yeah. It's basically like a protein shake for men. For men. <laughs> uh, 
but you know, I I I eat pretty good. I eat clean, you know, and uh, there's obviously things I could do better at, but um, I eat a pretty clean diet, Pat. I consider bratwurst part of a clean diet. I had two today. You were two today, but did what did you have them on? Did you have them on like? Nope. I just ate them. You just ate them. But so I did. I did Traeger them. There you go. And I did have a lot of onions with them because that, that's good. That's a good beer onion boil. It's like amazing. Mm-hmm. But no, I did not because I actually bread's been backing me up. Mm. I don't want to get too in depth <laughs> into it, but uh, <laughs> my wife has a, uh, a gluten intolerance, and we really don't eat bread very often. And now I, I just don't seem to tolerate it so mm. well, so I cut it out. There you go. I don't crave it. I don't think it does anything good for me. Mm. So I slathered them in uh, barbecue sauce, mustard, and uh, onions. There you and go. I just ate it. And it was hungry. awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I really want a bratwurst now. Yeah. Glenn, yeah. Glenn McCollum gets it. He said that we have to boil our brats on beer. and It's not even really boiling. It's kind of just like. it's You got to go over the Traeger step by step because well, it's it's a game changer. Yeah. That I don't know. Those they have good brats. Um, I was just, <laughs> you're you're talking about getting blocked up. I was just talking with Shorty and a couple of the other guys on uh, a Facebook thread uh, about kombucha, <laughs> and I didn't really want to get into it. Like, hey man, it's gonna change the way you shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's gonna change your life. Think of all that peanut butter you eat, Shorty. <laughs> now it's gonna now it's just gonna come firing right out. Kombucha is pretty amazing. I actually really enjoy it, and uh, it does. I have so much more time for activities now that I'm not spending a lot of time in the bathroom. It makes me a little farty, but I've got an acquired taste for it now, so not necessarily the farts, but they're always there. I think it just helps me uh, helps me run clean, yeah. and uh, it comes out like grease lightning. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna get sponsored by Malax or something like that. Right. Who is it? GTS is the uh, the kombucha that I drink. That one's my yeah. favorite. They could sponsor us because yeah. that shit's not cheap. It's I not drink. cheap, but I can't drink no. more than one a day. No, it's too much. I don't think you should. I've been thinking of trying to make some. Really? Yeah. I guess it's just fermented. It's fermented tea. Yeah. Basically, like making a. Oh, a little wine, very light wine. Um, he's too much of a heathen to have ever had kombucha, isn't he? I don't need kombucha. <laughs> I don't have a shitting problem. <laughs> <laughs> Never have. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> um, I eat, I go. Uh huh. No um, difference. So. I guess I guess we'll we'll hit the fights real quick. Last night, um, <coughs> the uh, the main event was a great fight. Um, Volkov and Struve. They really uh, they went out there. It was a fan- fantastic fight between two big guys, two of the biggest guys um, on the roster, like tallest guys. Um, I think Struve's put on some weight, right? Because he he weighed in at like two sixty six. I don't know if he's ever been. Or ha- I always thought he was a little bit skinnier, but he's also uh, he's gotten a little bit older. He's been in the UFC for a few years now. But it's pretty crazy that he's been. I feel like he's been fighting for years. We can find out exactly how long, but he's only twenty nine. Yeah, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he would have been older. Yeah. It was the first UFC fight. It's time to retire, though. He's been knocked out a lot. Well. His first fight was to uh, Dos Anjos. No, Dos... Yeah. When was that? 2009. Yeah. Well. It's been there a while. Um, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good card. Not a... Not a... Uh, not a huge list of bigger names, but... Uh, you know, they kind of snuck that one in on us. They had the... The, the main event of the entire history of the UFC <laughs> the week before. Um, oh, so that the, really wasn't a UFC. Uh, well, they were 
they co-promoted it. So, um, yeah, who else was on the, who else fought, fought, fought? I can't, I'm going to butcher his name. Barbarena, right? That sounds right to me. Yeah. And uh, Leon Edwards. Yeah. I thought Edwards looked good. Yeah. He's got uh he's got a good gas tank. Yeah, uh, well he wore him down. I yeah. Mean, you know, what you would call it Barrena won the first round pretty handily. No. Then he just But then Edwards <laughs> wore him out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, I mean, because he dominated him the you know, next two rounds. Yeah. That yeah. seems like a like an easier problem to get around, right? Like Barbara really he part he should probably get with a real strength and conditioning coach and really work on his gas tank, take it to the next level. Because he he seems like he's pretty skilled. Um, they you know his hands look good, his ground game's good, and now he needs to work on his gas tank. Mm. I would imagine it's harder to get really good at one of the disciplines than to get some more stamina. I. It's all, you know, I mean, it's it's 50-50 these days, you know. I mean, you have to be uh you have to be as good of an athlete as you are, you know, uh uh technically, you know, a technical fighter. Um and some guys make up for lack of one or the other, you know, with uh with either being better technically at something and 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 not being a a freak of an athlete or vice versa guys guys who are hell of an athlete but they're not um super sharp in, in really any discipline but uh yeah i mean get strength and conditioning is something that um it definitely should be a part of everybody's game but i don't i don't know you're talking like the guy doesn't work out I'm sure it does. I just you think know, it's it's. Like, I mean, and not that there's not. You're just looking at pictures, bro. <laughs> stop, just, stop just judging him by his pictures. Hey, there's Dude. Roy Nelson, but I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, hold on here a second. Roy Nelson's got twice the gas tank Conor McGregor's got. <laughs> twice. Well, I don't know about that. I, mean, I twice, do. Twice. I do. But. I've never seen him gas. That was a that was a good segue. I've seen him get, get knocked I guess out. right there. You know, but I've never seen him gas. Smooth. Yeah, pull that thing. We didn't pull the plug out, did we? Uh, what plug? The charger. We did not. So Amr alerted us. Yeah. To Son of the a sound, bitch. And I yanked it out. We're good. <laughs> Thank you, Amr. Sorry about that. Uh, something always happens. I reminded him to, we needed to pull the plug out, but then I didn't remind him right before we went on air. Um. So, yeah, so... You know, we're going to shift over to the Mayweather-McGregor since we didn't get to talk about it, you know, the the, the outcome. Um, you know, I, I think the biggest accomplishment that Mayweather had was getting that opportunity. Beating, beating Nate the second time, you know, and then beating Eddie... Uh, Got him the opportunity to fight Floyd Mayweather, who makes friggin' ridiculous amount of money when he boxes. So now Conor McGregor got the opportunity. The well, the thing I don't like about I mean the, the big the big drawback was the little twit sitting there saying, "I'm the only one who takes risks. I'm the only one who does the risks, so I get the reward." He's so full of shit. That should be pissing everybody off, you and every other friggin' fighter. Because, like you said, he fought Nate, so he got rewarded with that. Yeah. Risk of what? You would go fight friggin' Klitschko tomorrow, heavyweight, for fucking $10 million. Well, so, if I could get so 100, what, I'd get 100. Right. <laughs> so where does he get off saying, well, I'm the only guy that takes the risk, so I'm going to want to get the reward? It, bullshit. What risk did he take? Well, that was Going just in with another, Mayweather? Wh- that was what just fucking a, risk did he take? None. It, Zero. <laughs> apparently, he got, uh, and like he got a clowned. Mild, mild concussion or, you know, like brain injury or something like that from Who did? Uh, Mayweather. Or uh, McGregor. Oh, well. McGregor, I hope he, I hope he 
decides to go stay in boxing because Triple G will knock him the fuck out. Pacquiao would knock him the fuck out. You know, Alvarez would knock him the fuck out. Any top 15 guys would knock him the frig out. It, the fight happened like the fight was supposed to happen. Yes. Mayweather the, the kept boxer. it going to pay for his pay-per-view, and he clowned him for friggin' 10 rounds and, and let it go because, okay, we, we got to give the fans what they want. The, the boxer outboxed the puncher, who's actually more of a kicker. <laughs> you know, it... That's the way it was supposed to happen. That's the way it was going to happen. And the fact that, you know, people are like, oh, well, Connor landed more punches than Pacquiao. Well, Mayweather fought Pacquiao completely different. Sure he did. He had to. Be- because yeah. Pacquiao's not a puncher. You know, the the fight that Mayweather fought was completely different. So he, he was in those first couple rounds just kind of standing there and letting him punch himself out. You know, yeah, uh, McGregor landed a couple shots, but you know it—it's boxing. I like. gotta—I gotta agree with Jerry because I think that <laughs> if McGregor is not taking any risk when he went That's up you. and fought Nate, yeah. that was not a risk because no. he still has his belt, mm-hmm. right? Right, and so he loses to Nate. Hey, no big deal. I was right. fighting a bigger the second guy. Second fight, no, no. No risk. No risk because he's Lose fighting again. a bigger guy. No he's risk. got an excuse. The same thing right. with Mayweather. I fought a boxer. I lost. There's no excuse for losing. He needs to fight at 145, 155. Defend he needs to defend his, his title. Yeah, right. defend yeah. his title. That's a risk. Yeah. Right. You get your ass kicked at 155 defending your title, that's a problem. But yeah. just to go out there and say that shit, that, that annoyed the shit out of me at the post. Like, really? Any UFC fighter would fight friggin' Mayweather. I Anybody. mean, Jim will fight him yeah. with friggin' one hand in his pocket. I mean, for that kind of money, yeah, who wouldn't take that risk? And like, oh, that's why I get rewarded? No. I think you do have to give Connor some credit, though, because he got himself there, right? Yeah. He's he's done a very good job promoting himself. He has won some big fights. I didn't think he was going to win. And, you know, he earned the opportunity to make that kind of money because of the presence that he's brought to the sport. And he has beat some guys he shouldn't have beat. He runs his mouth. He he plays the game better than anybody mm. as far as the selling yourself side of it. Oh, yeah. He's the best salesman the UFC has had in a while. Right. Well, I'll give him that. I mean, yeah. But did he deserve that <coughs> fight? No. Yes, because he sold sure. it. See, yeah. now Jim ought to put himself ought to, in that fight Jim ought to be it. calling out <coughs> Floyd and say, Floyd, just give it one shot. Let's go in and do an MMA fight. You come in the cage. We'll use four-ounce no, gloves. No, no, no. You see, that's not the th- – that – that doesn't make any sense. Why? That doesn't make any sense. And that's what... He's got that's a good something, shot at winning That's it. something that pisses me off. Connor called out Floyd and Floyd's world. Floyd right. didn't call out Connor in, in, in MMA. Floyd's so, too smart for that. Yeah, exactly. So for somebody to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, how about you come over here? No. No. First of all, one... Not going to make nearly as much money. <laughs> I, if I'm going to fight the man, I was, let's box like gentlemen. <laughs> um, but you know that that is that is annoying. That's something that that uh, I've seen a lot of you know other fighters and and some bunch of the fans being like, oh well, you know, in a real fight, in a real fight, Connor went to him. Connor went to him. Not it wasn't like hey, you know. James Tony decided he wanted to come over to to MMA. Right. And he got his ass kicked. He did knock out Silva. No, that wasn't James Tony. Who was that? Ray Mercer. That was Ray, Ray Mercer. Mercer. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I take it back. Yeah. Good job, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh like you you can't you can't do that. You can't sit here and say like, "Oh, well, the guy that's got a, you know, is is Super good at one discipline. Well, we'll come over to here where it's multiple disciplines. Come over here. When he's the king of his fucking realm. You know, like, it's that's it's just, it's a bitch move. It's really a bitch move. To be perfectly honest. Okay, well, Mayweather should call you out. Why the hell would he call him me out? Is that fight going to sell? Well, it might be because then he's going to MMA. He'll fight you in the cage. I didn't He'll go down. You. He'll <laughs> fight you in your world. 
Will he? Well, why wouldn't he? I would no. kick right through both of his legs. <laughs> maybe. If no, you don't get, no maybe Maybe about if that. you don't get hit in the face three or four times, he'll hit you so many times you think you're surrounded. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> He's not. He, there's no way. No, it and there's no sense. point of it. There's no point. And it's just, it's honestly, it's kind of like Connor coming back. Like wh- The only fight that Connor would well, come back for is Nate. Well, that's it. That's, that's it. who he's fighting. That's it. Nobody else is gonna. That's who he's gonna fight. You know, he... I'm gonna make a, a prediction. Buttload on that. of money, but you can't. You can't actually. And he's calling. He wants Nate at 55s, and you can't do it at 55s. You can't because oh no, Nate they, doesn't they deserve do, a title do shot. They want. Yeah, but Nate doesn't deserve a title shot matter. at 55. It doesn't matter. Deserve. deserve. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that, that mean? Is that <laughs> is that the meal that comes after dinner? <laughs> It's a funny idea. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing. I'm going to make a prediction, though. And I know you got mad at me because you said he didn't. In the second fight, Nate wanted to sell the trilogy. I tell you, I'm predicting it right now that Nate runs through him, that Nate embarrasses him, that Nate, I don't care what the weight class is, that he doesn't get out of the second round with Nate. Nate's all over him. Nate, he is unconscious. I'm going to say four minutes and 30 seconds into the first round. <laughs> I, Nate I don't know. him. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Well, see, I don't think, you know. I maybe. Mean, but, see, he didn't have to do that. What? Well, see, I don't think, I don't know whether Nate, you know, I mean, he was just stubborn. Nate, Nate had stubborn. his biggest payday ever on yeah, the first fight. Yeah, but it doesn't even if he, if he had a beat. Yeah, he didn't he, get paid. Yeah, but see, if they had the done their homework. Exactly, and the third would have been the best. It yeah. had a, did their homework. He would have got the fight quicker if he had to beat him two times in a row, because Connor would never let it go. No, they'd never give it a third. If, sure he, if he destroyed him in the second, they'd Connor say, "Nope, it's wants. too big." I know. I don't think so. And Connor's not stupid. Connor wants money. Connor doesn't doesn't care. There's no avenging a loss. Yeah. Connor wants to get paid, and they're both going to get paid again in the third one. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that what we all want? To get paid? Get yes. paid. I'd like to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you call is getting paid. Who did? Right? He said he was. I saw that on one of the things. Lee. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He said he's making a million for his next fight. Who is that? Lee. He's fighting Ferguson. Kevin Lee? Oh. Kevin Lee. I, I hope so. Yeah. It'd be good for him. There's a lot of uh, suggestions on who Jim should fight yeah. next, but there's a couple uh, couple guys calling for the Kesa rematch. Yeah. Including Amr. Amr wants it bad. <laughs> what, what rematch? Kiesa. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, there are a couple right now. <clears throat> you know. Just the way it goes. Uh, so... We got that out of our systems. We're done with it. We're not going to talk about Mayweather McGregor ever. I don't think ever a, again. I don't think there's a need to. Okay, sweet. <laughs> oh, it's about time. We got a, a pretty good fight coming up at uh, UFC 215. Yeah, we want to look forward. I, I'm excited to see Borg Johnson. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. Uh, you know, Ray is Ray is definitely tough, man. He's 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 dangerous, but. I don't know if he's anything new or different. You know, like Johnson has been completely dominant over everyone. And I I don't know. Why do you think it is Johnson is not the face of the of MMA cuz he's like 5 foot 2. He puts on exciting fights though. Yeah, well, he's little bit. He's not, fun to watch. He's not. He's Dana's he's, little gummadicky. He's well spoken. He's mild mannered. He's polite. Um, you know, the sports never. It's always been like, oh, we're trying to go mainstream. We're trying to go mainstream. Either, either my idea of what mainstream is, uh, is skewed, or that's been bullshit. Well, it is. Um, they, they were a money grab because you know, they missed the mainstream. 
like totally missed the boat. It's never it's never been about promoting, you know, fighters that are professionals. For, right. Yeah, it's it. It's never uh, been about the the ones that get promoted and the ones that get paid because of it uh, are the ones that like walk that line where, all right, well, if I, you know, wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I'm going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and or do stupid shit. You know, like uh, those well, are the, it. those are the ones that get promoted, right? You um, got Chael Sonnen. I mean, he was never a professional. <clears throat> he never acted professional outside the octagon or inside the octagon. John Jones, you can't call him a professional. No, yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, the best that there ever was. Probably the best that there ever will be. Yeah. I mean, unless you get somebody like him that comes along that could, that is an A-level athlete. Yeah. And, I mean, but he's not professional. There's a certain aspect to it, though, right? Like, it's it's fighting. It's not, we're not talking about baseball. We're not talking about, but it's it fighting. But it could have been. It could have been. Boxing I mean, was always built on shit talking. Look at Ali. I mean, Ali was the best shit talker ever, and that's how he built his career. He was a good boxer, but man, nobody talks shit like that guy. Nobody. No, but I mean, and that was the thing. Boxers. <clears throat> I mean, most of the boxers weren't professionals yeah. either. But, so boxing, they weren't but the, the thing is, boxing is this like <laughs> totally, you know, ununified thing. There's but everybody different organizations. And but shit the, like that. the sport of fighting has never been professional ever. It could have been. It's not true. He could have done when, it. When has it been professional? Well, I mean, it's not. Shut up, Pat. So it is true. <laughs> it's never been. Mike uh, Tyson said he was going to eat somebody's kids. He did. He, he was the best it. ever. I'll, I'll That's not professional. <laughs> Bite the testicle or some shit. <laughs> I think he said he was going to fuck someone until they yeah. loved him. I'll fuck you too. You love me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not professional. That's not professional. I um, almost never say that at work. No. Nah. But when I do, I mean it. <laughs> um, you know, it. there was a level of respect and a level of professionalism. Um, but it never really caught on in, like, you know, the Western world. And in, like, the Western, the, the majority fan base. You know, like, yeah, there are obviously people that, you know, are huge fans of Pride and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, it was about the way you fought and all this stuff and you know, the Buddha and, but, Budo, whatever it's called, however you pronounce it. Um, but uh, it was, it wasn't like, I don't know. It was just different. Just different. The, the fans that you would have 95,000 people in the arena and they're, dead quiet so you think pride had more professionalism in in a certain way i mean like obviously the sport has evolved and it's easier for us to be professionals in what we do now but there are certain aspects where i think that what we're talking about like taking mma or taking the ufc and turning the ufc into major league baseball the nfl the NBA, it's totally, you know, uh, I, I think there were definitely things where pride had similarities to that. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, some of it, <laughs> well, you know, where the, 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 uh, the, the home run, home run race, and <laughs> just pop a full of steroids. Yeah. yeah there, that was, was definitely a similarity, you know, but it was still, I mean, McGuire it was huge Sosa. over there. So I mean, head like you said, yeah. size. Was, you know, man, it's just <laughs> there was ninety five hundred. He had a growth spurt. Hundred whatever, hundred twenty five thousand people in a stadium to watch it. Yeah, but so they treated it as a professional sport. Well, and I'm, the guys outside they did, the ring, they did, they, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't. You know, like because they were just like they made some freak show matchups. They too. made some freak show matchups. They were like, yeah, hey, do all this, do all the juice you want, and. There were definitely things that weren't weren't cool. Um, I mean, I'm not against like the the bizarre matchups, <laughs> you know. Like, I'm, as long as like a, a a champion is active, 
I don't mind them fighting out of their if they're actively defending and stuff like that, I don't mind them fighting out of their weight class. And you know, I mean, you had a couple fights where it was like non-title bouts and shit like that. And the tournaments were cool, um, but I'm just saying that there was a certain level of like respect for the sport of MMA, the martial art that if you want the UFC to be MLB, that, that respect needs to be there. And I, I don't see it. I don't see it from, from, uh, you know, well, he missed it. He missed it (laughs) five, six years ago. Well, no longer than that. When you guys started, he could have promoted it and made it like that. I don't know. And got people to, he could have got friggin' because baseball promotes the, the journeyman friggin' guys who sit on the bench and shit. I mean, and, or, okay, they only get in here or there, and but they're a professional athlete. The league treats them like a professional. Well, look at, I mean, look at I football. I mean, because they didn't, they didn't promote Frankie, Chris Weidman, Johnny Hendricks. They they got no no push. No I don't think shine. They, I don't think they could have promoted Hendricks, and that's his own fault for missing weight so many times. Well, he didn't miss weight in the beginning. Look look who football's pushing. They're pushing, you know, it's a bunch of criminals. Half the guys. You try to you try to keep people off your fantasy team that haven't been arrested. It's like impossible <laughs> to have a decent fantasy team. Well. Get off your moral high horse with that <laughs> shit. The <a> fantasy team. <laughs> I, don't know, I, guess I want maybe. convicted murderers <laughs> on my team. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess athletes as a whole maybe aren't the most professional people. Oh no, we're dicks. Yeah. Well, it we depends. It depends. I mean, you can't. Say I mean, that. we didn't call Pat when we set up the tree stand. I mean, what well, what are you gonna? Asshole. You know, Derek Jeter, Cal Ripken. I mean, yo, know, you can name you know guys that weren't dicks. You can and didn't act like you know. I mean. And they got a little bit of a push. I mean, it took Ripken a while to get a push from the Major League Baseball. How about like Couture and Liddell? Were those guys dicks? They sure got a push. No, I, well, I don't know. You know, Chuck wasn't. I mean, Chuck never did anything no. criminal or stuff. I don't think. <laughs> I can't say that for a fact. <laughs> I think we should stop. <laughs> stop while we're ahead. <laughs> I'm just—I don't think that Liddell or Couture were dicks. I think that they had a—they brought a level of respect to the fights, and they got pushed like crazy. Well, they were early on uh, before they were looking at what money. Randy got it. Randy got a huge make. push because, you know, it—it it sold that he was. What the hell was he? Forty when he won the title for Captain time? America. You know, like, yeah. I mean. That was like, that was huge, um, but I don't know. I, I think I I think that Johnson is is he's right there. I mean, he's right there with John Jones level, absolutely. Um, you know, as a as a flyweight fighting up. You know, I mean, his losses are at thirty one thirty five. Uh, you know, Jones, and that ten pounds is a big difference here. You know, Jones isn't fighting it at heavyweight. Um. So I mean, I mean, he's right there, but it's it's just he's too normal of a guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, like no, I mean, he's he's a he's a really cool guy. He's he's Every time that I've spoken to him, he seems very genuine. Uh, do, like I said, doesn't run his mouth. Trains. Does his shit. Goes the fuck home. Like, you know, you're not going to see him on TMZ robbing a bank. <laughs> 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 he, he's never been in a boring fight. He always goes no, for the I, finish. The fucking guy, I, fucking I submit somebody. Fu- su- submit somebody in 
last five seconds of the in fight. the yeah, yeah in the in the end of the fifth round like huge attacking balls. attacking. Huge I love him, man. He's one of the. You he's know? one of my favorite fighters, hands down. Well, so you try got, not to you're ever miss him. You're a diehard fan, not a casual. Well, listen, listen. People get people get pissed off when you say say shit like that. You know. I don't care. What do I give <laughs> shit? What do I care? What do I care? Really? What do I care? Don't listen to us, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, if you look, this whole, hey, you might get a, a, no. Hey, this you is, might get they're a definitely stepping it up. People won't want to see you get your ass kicked because you're going to be an asshole. So so like, wants oh, to see me I'm a casual kick. fan, and yeah. I, I want to see Jim Miller get his ass kicked because yep. his dad's a dipshit. That is a dipshit. Okay. <laughs> Good. This would be a. Uh, I had plenty of referees. Dressing like Sandusky on a podcast. <laughs> I had plenty of referees and other coaches wanting to kick my ass. He told me he needs help cleaning the shower later. <laughs> so 215 is going to be good it is Nunes is. is always yeah. great to watch uh, Magni Dos Anjos has a chance to be I love that fight That's great a good fight. fight Yeah, great fight Stevenson Melendez could be a good fight yeah the uh, on the prelims even too I mean McMahon always brings it and uh, and Reyes Wilson's been he was on a tear, man. I'd like Hace. to see him get Hayes. Wilson Hayes. Wilson yeah. uh, I'd like to see him get back on track because he was very fun to watch. I think he's got a lot of potential. Shorty was a good fight, to fight him, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, when uh, Johnson, well, I don't even know what the heck, how he pulled out or whatever, but uh, Shorty got the call to fight Hayes and, and – uh, some got screwed up, and you know they went with somebody else, and it was right there, man. Dude needs a shot. Uh, totally, totally belongs in that division. Um, could submit any one of them, but yeah, what's uh, yeah, this is a good card. I'm excited for it. I'm actually more excited for this card fights. than I've been in a while. What's the other women fighting? Uh, Nunes. There's three, yeah. Well, that's a title fight. Yeah. McMahon. Vieira. Yeah. And uh, Morris Evan Smith. Cheesecake. I like that nickname. <laughs> I like cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoa. Missed my nose. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Heads up at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another. There's a good card. Um, so we were having a, a a brief conversation before we went on. We before we came on to air uh, with our loud buzzing north uh, about beer and about the the strange. Uh, I don't know. The places of like when when you have the beer industry, you've got this huge freaking bajillion dollar thing and you've got the big guys at the top who make a certain type of beer that we typically don't drink. That we don't enjoy. Um, But they sell a lot of it. And then you've got the little guys which make, you know, some really good beer. Um, you know, and we're 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 not hipsters, but we we enjoy craft beer. And then there's just like this spot in the middle, and you've got some of these 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 breweries that make beer that's uh, they they do the things and they have you know seasonal beers and all this stuff and like like the little guys, but they do it in a way that they try to make it taste like the big guys. And uh, I don't like it. <laughs> we, we were talking about Sam Adams. We were talking about Sam Adams. Specifically. Yeah. I just drank the uh, the Boston Lager. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It's the one they make. It, it's, it was not terrible. I can't drink it anymore. No, you I didn't mind it. I can't drink it anymore. It's the only Sam Adams uh, beer I'll drink. No, you know what? They make, they make some, some limited stuff. Um, 
that is that is phenomenal. They make really good beer, but it seems to me like they've taken their seasonal beers and they've kind of like they've toned them down and they've changed them to go after the you know the market that prefers uh less of like a you know either a hoppy or whatever just kind of like i mean as you as you get into the the you know the bigger side of it the the flavor profile definitely kind of flattens out yeah it mellows out a ton. you know i mean the biggest beer companies in the in in the country um you pump their beers full of rice which doesn't taste like anything so um but yeah, I can't I can't do it. Can't do it. And like I was just talking to um holy crap, I got the burps. Uh I can't stop. <laughs> um Scott or not Scott. <laughs> Stan and Greg um from uh AW Nature Labs and uh we were talking about like their beer because uh Greg sent me a picture he was drinking Sam October. Because, you know, I mean, this was a couple of days ago and it's August, so Unacceptable, oh, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Something I yeah. hate. No, I... <laughs> really? <laughs> fucking pisses me off. Drives I'm going to get fired up now. Again. I'm going to crush my can like I did the other day. Um, And I can't... I don't like it. I don't like I don't like that type of beer because it's not... Like, I like a fest beer. I like a, a, a Marsden-style uh, Oktoberfest. A real lager. Something that is clean and has been aged for a little bit, but you can't do that. Like on a on a, a larger scale, it's really difficult to, you know, so you're going to friggin' cold store, you know, however many barrels uh, for four months. Like it's just not, uh, it's just really not feasible. That's, I think, something that Sam must have to contend with is quality control, right? They need to make sure that every single can of their lager, their Oktoberfest, you know, their Noble Pills, it all has to taste the same. Because if people get a six-pack that's good, a six-pack that's bad, that's... See, I don't... You're going to lose people. I don't... Like, that's one of the things, like, I've I've said to him, I think it was on here, that I... That's something that I respect about, like, Bud Light. Bud Light tastes the same no matter where the fuck you are in the world. Not easy to do. Not easy to do at all. Simple to do. No, it's not. It is. It's not simple, it's to, simple do, Dad. to do, Dad. No, it's not because you're sure dealing is. with you're dealing with granted, forty nine percent of of that beer is rice. Uh but And there's fifty seven chemicals in it. For everything else, no, but you're, you're shipping the it. Same. it was no, there's the same. not. You can go to the freaking. No, there's not. You can go to the Wonder Bread plant. There's in not. Freaking Dad, there's not any place, and it tastes the same as it does coming out of the other plant. It's simple. Yeah. No, it's not simple. Sure, um, it is not. It's getting temperature change. You're shipping yeah. it. It's going in an airplane. Yeah. It's it's the temperature dropping considerably. It's sitting on what a truck. It's warming up. He. Well, there are there's, seven breweries. There's, there are seven. Seven breweries. Seven breweries of in the, the world. Of Budweiser. Of Budweiser. Seven. And like I said, there's 57 chemicals in it to make there it taste like that. There aren't 57 chemicals in it. It's the same it, as Dad. a bottle of ketchup. No, it's not. No, it's not. Sure. I'm going to no, Google. It's not. We're, we're Go Googling. to Google. Go ahead, Google it and see what's it's in not. Miller and Bud. No, no, no. No. Coors. No. No, it's not. Listen, I don't agree with a lot of the things that. And Bev does and, and all that stuff, but uh what not like the chemicals that, they put on the label. I understand what you're talking about. You're saying that the, 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 the secret beer. conspiracy chemicals. Yeah. yeah. The, no, the 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 ones that yeah, they don't have to put it on the label, but the FDA makes them put it in there so it has a shelf life. Same as anything else. Yeah, you know, I mean what? Same as anything else. I mean, oh, they don't tell you that now people are saying, oh, well, cans of tomatoes, when you buy a can oh, of tomatoes, paste or something, well, the can was lined. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yeah, we knew that. Well, not till recently. 
You didn't know that. No, we knew. We, no, no, no. We did know that. We knew the cans were lined fifteen years ago. You knew that. You just didn't know that they caused cancer. <laughs> you didn't know that they were leaching chemicals into the tomato paste or tomatoes or whatever was in there because of the high acidity of it. But without that lining, then that acidity would break down the can. Right. But I don't I don't think there's 57 chemicals. You're just pulling shit out of your ass right now, <laughs> no, I'm not. buddy. Um, but I don't even know where, where we were before you went on your fucking tangent. It does look like the only thing in Budweiser is water, barley, malt, rice, and yeast. That's mm-hmm. it. And hops. There's no chemicals. Nope, there's no hops either. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope, hops is in there. I'm sorry. Hops. hops. No hops. chemicals. No chemicals. Now, the German Brewing Act of whatever the heck it was. 16. Yeah. 15. Yes. Yeah. That told us that the only four ingredients that you could have in beer were malted barley, hops, yeast, and water. Right. Yes. Co- that's because Coffee is pretty damn good in beer, too, I got to say. Well, yeah, but... That's because people were dying, <laughs> because people were putting really weird shit in beer, and people died. But, yes, coffee goes really good in beer. I think my problem anymore, when we first started drinking, it was like there was a couple micro-brews that mm-hmm. you could get your head around, you could get used to. When I go to the liquor store anymore, there's too fucking many. Yeah. I can't. I can't even think about all of them. They all have weird names, and sometimes you get a microbrew that is fucking disgusting, and it hurts my soul not to finish drinking it. I think it, I think we have oversaturation it in does. the market. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, there are definitely small ones popping up here and there, and like every now and then, unfortunately, you get those shitty ones. Um, you know, the beer industry is is still kind of booming which is awesome um but i want to get back to i wanted to get back to the seasonal shit okay the seasonal shit noble pills the first year that they came out with noble pills sam adams was like the perfect beer it was uh, a good pilsner so it's like crisp and and Easy to drink. It had a good hot profile. The next year, it blew. It fucking blew. It tasted like Budweiser. Did Noble Pills change, or did you? Noble Pills changed because it was only it. It was only a year. It was only a year. I didn't. I didn't change that much <laughs> in a year. My palate didn't change that much. You know, I can see. Yeah, I haven't had a a Boston Lager in a while, so maybe I've burned my taste buds out with all the alpha acids, but. Uh, I like anticipated its release and was like fired up for it, and then I had it and I was like, "God damn it!" There's only one way to solve this: we have to get our hands on a six pack of the first year. It'll be taste like shit. And see if like it's still good. Because it's not a it's not an aging type of beer, and we're talking about. I mean, that was I don't know, 2009, 2010. So the debate it may never be solved. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, it was uh it was legit. And then, you know, I mean, like the whole Oktoberfest thing and pumpkin beer thing being out in August. It's really annoying. We need to take a stand against it. There needs to be like a coalition of beer providers. The you know, New Jersey has some pretty strict laws on who can ship beer. Right, and they need to take a stand, and you cannot put out any Oktoberfest beer, any pumpkin beer until mid-September. Hmm. August I d- is I unacceptable. Don't, I don't want a pumpkin beer until November. And then I only want, like, two of them. Like, yeah. I, I, mean, I don't want a have, whole six-pack of one, pumpkin you know, beer You know, have ever. one around Thanksgiving, stuff like four that. Packs. Yeah, that's tough to drink a lot of pumpkin beer. It is. Um... I did I I did it though. I refused. I was like, I'm not gonna buy any freaking Oktoberfest. You bought some. I did. I bought <laughs> some uh, Sierra Nevadas. Yeah. And it's good. You have to store it because when you actually want one, it's sold out and all you can get is Christmas yeah. beer. Yeah. 
by the time called it yeah that that's yeah. not bad goose island isn't very good i got that the other day yeah. no it's not not very good at all but yeah i, th I think i think you're onto something we should sign a petition or create a petition and and kind of boycott these motherfuckers. I can get behind <laughs> it. Be like, hey assholes. Well, there you go. I don't want I don't want my winter beers coming out in November. We could pick it the local They'll be stores. before November. They'll be in October. Your like, winter beers will be in October. Like November or winter beers should be hitting the shelves like no earlier December 10th. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking first, second week in December. Well, go with December what? 21st? The winter solstice. That's when it can come out. I would like it before then. I would say mid-November. You could start releasing it. No. Once it gets cold, I'd no. like some of it. Because you, you, yeah, you're two pumpkins. You're, still, you're, you're drinking yeah, you're still, at Thanksgiving. You're still, like pumpkin is a heavy Pumpkin, pumpkin is, a is a heavy Thanksgiving beer. beer. Right. Yeah. That's, a, that's a Thanksgiving yeah. beer. That goes good with turkey. And all the and all the and all the fake Oktoberfests, all the all the you know October ales and crap like that. I mean, they're they're a little bit like heavier, and they got shit little caramel malts in it. So like, they go good with Thanksgiving dinner. I still, if it's cold, so past Thanksgiving, that's the day. I like winter beer when it gets cold. Mm. Like Weyerbacher's winter. December's not cold yet. Yes, Weyerbacher's winter is very good. Fantastic. Once it gets cold, that's the beer uh, I want to drink. It got cold the other morning. I thought about having one. You are. Six Maybe I'm the problem. You're I'm complaining about it, and I'm part of the problem. Damn it. Amr <laughs> wants to know, is manufacturing meat and beer and selling it, do you have to go through the same process? Uh, Mead, like the difference between mead and beer? I think it's probably about the same um i would imagine i imagine they're they're probably about the same in jersey why because he likes my mead he didn't elaborate <laughs> he just threw the question out there uh and uh mo's saying that sam adams Oktoberfest is still awesome no it's not no it's not no it's not mo no nope. you can drink i'll drink all the kombucha you can drink <laughs> you can drink your the the same October. It's not it's not it's not an Oktoberfest beer. Like it's branded as an Oktoberfest, but just by the name, not by the style. We need to brew some Oktoberfest. You do. Too and, late now. And burn it again. Right. Won't be ready. Well, it'll be ready by Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. Okay. What is it? September? I mean, like we can. Yeah, I mean, if we lager it for a month, it won't be any good. Yeah, well, it'll be fine. I think. Yeah. Should be brewing that shit year round, anyway. Yes. <coughs> um, well, you can't do that. Why? Why? You can't beer your Oktoberfest and have it in May. Yeah, you could. Well, see, there you go. It's so you want to be like one of those. If somebody no, makes a good no, Oktoberfest, no, no. make it year-round. Well, when I have my, my brewery, brew pub, whatever it's going to be, my Oktoberfest is, that is, a, that, is a, that is a staple beer. You hypocritical piece of shit. <laughs> yes, really. I'm gonna pick it. Your brew it's, still gonna, it's still gonna. It's still gonna. It's still gonna be lagered for a while. Won't, he won't yeah, pick it because no. every night that that comes yeah. out, there's there'll be little bowls of potato salad on the bar <laughs> instead of pretzels. <laughs> I'll be so fat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think uh, we got into the beer. All that's really happened is we set up two deer stands. Pat didn't help with either. Nope. Who set up? I'm like the celebrity guest. I don't do the yeah. work. I just come Who to hunt. Who did this deer stands? I I did one up uh, at my neighbor's. Yeah. Um, put a put a ladder stand up. So who was the we? Me and my four children. Oh. <laughs> and uh, and then Dee's and I set one up oh. on the other spot today. In the rain, Didn't I was. By any bees. They're still there, though. I was. I had a pretty awesome day. My uh, my youngest sister had a child, so we went and saw a 
newborn child, which actually, like, newborn kids are, they all look the same. Yeah. They feel dangerous to hold. Yeah. They don't really do anything. Fuck that, man. Nope. I don't want to talk to a kid before he's a year old. Until you can walk, <laughs> well, you really stay can't. the fuck away from me, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I w- like we we pretended that was good, but then we came back and uh, and my kids because they can talk are at a super awesome stage where uh, we are reading Harry Potter. And then when we finish Harry Potter, we watch the Harry Potter movie. So we we watched the second Harry Potter movie, but I was still amped up for some sci-fi. So we went into Lord of the Rings. Mm. Great. Great movie. My youngest son may never sleep again because uh, I think the orcs fucked. I'm not going to go fucked with them pretty bad. But uh, it was awesome. I'm not going to go set up a deer stand when I could watch science fiction movies in Damn. my basement. Go for it. I'll be ready to hunt, though. Yeah. And I want the good seat in the stand. <laughs> it's, You know, that one is a little bit, it's a little bit uh, torqued. It's a little unlevel. So whoever's sitting on the right-hand side is going to be catching the other person that's sliding into them <laughs> it's like that shelf you put up a perspective i'm just taking shot that hurts yeah. and i'm a celebrity guest in uh tie-in jujitsu class as well that hurts Pre- pretty much yeah not a what guest at all in those classes yeah, anymore no. nope not a guest at all you gotta you gotta show up to be that celebrity guest bro that's true that's true so i have uh i've traded in my gi temporarily uh-huh. and actually uh i think it was John Danaher had a pretty Donner, good yeah. Donner had a pretty good post about your jujitsu journey uh-huh. and it's not always linear. With my new job there's the only time I can work out is uh really early in the morning, like five AM. So I, I trained in my gi for my uh my speedo and my spandex biking shorts. Because I can do that super early in the morning. Mm. It's not uh it's more constrictive. Yeah. But, uh, you gotta do something. You gotta do something's <laughs> right. Unless Amr wants to hit pads at five, Amr, there you uh, go. Let me know, buddy. <laughs> uh, speaking of training, I got uh, I got two of those um, the maces, the Onnit steel maces. Got to work out with them a little bit. My shoulders feel mobile. They kind of look like bowling pins. No, that's the club. The maces looks like the lollipop. Mm-hmm. Looks like a dum dum. Uh, yeah, they're fucking like I got the ten to fifteen, and I I really want to get the twenty and twenty five now. <laughs> but they're like the fifteen, trying to get my shoulders to roll back, swinging that bitch. It's pretty pretty intense. I'd like to try it. Really? I think I think it makes sense. You said it's tough to hold on to, right? Well, they're it's a fat grip. You know, so it's uh, whatever the heck it would be, inch and a half, something like that. Um, but uh, the fact that it's round makes it a little bit, you know, like, I mean, you could use a sledgehammer, but uh, the fact that it's round makes it, you know, you're, you're gripping it a little bit better. But pretty pe- cool piece of equipment. That if I get mad, I can smash something with it. So it's always that. I wouldn't want to get hit with it, I don't believe. No. But that'd hurt. So basically a sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, I was telling the D's today, speaking of hitting something with somebody or something. Um I bought a one of those crap you know, well not crappy. Uh I bought one of those the S Wing tomahawks that they sell at like Home Depot and stuff. Um no real use for it. I've had it for a little while. You know, I got the S-Wing because they're indestructible. Uh, I put that puppy onto the belt sander yesterday. Full convexed it. And it's got a spike on the back. I, f- I convexed that thing. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous now. I think those, uh, my roots are coming through. I'm going to have to take some scalps. So, Have you kept it away from your son? <laughs> I've been able to, yeah. <laughs> been able to keep it away from that little shit. <laughs> I went over there one day, and, and Jim was big uh, into uh, into combat shovels. I <laughs> think what did you call them? Oh, it's a uh, special forces shovel, the cold steel special forces shovel. So the pretty the side. It's of like it, an e tool, but it's it's it was yeah. it was sharp as fuck. And uh, Wyatt brought me in the garage, and he's like, "Hey, Uncle Pat, 
He's no. like, Daddy said you can't touch the shovel. It's like, you're holding it right now, I He's like, yeah, it's really sharp. Don't touch it. It's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he meant for you not to touch it. I think I'm cleared. And then uh, he hacked the boat up a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's what he does. <laughs> I, I, caught him, I caught him some tools. And, uh, you know, like I brought him to like Walmart the one day. You know, running errands and stuff like that. And he's like, Dad, do you think I could get some, tool, you know, like a toolbox? So I get him a toolbox, got him a pair of, like, adjust uh, pliers, adjustable wrench, screwdriver. And I'm like, he's like, Dad, I need one of those saws. And I was like, I don't think you need a saw. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I need a saw. I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be a good idea, buddy. I was like, you have to promise me. Like, you know, I, I've got a little bit of trust with, like, the hammer and stuff like that. And, you know, the other stuff. I was like, the saw, though, I was like, you really got to be good with it. Like, he, you know, I'll get you some boards. And, like, if you find some sticks on the ground, you can cut those up. <laughs> what is he doing? Next thing I know, he's Wait, just. Is it, is it like a handsaw or like a, a circular saw? saw? Okay. Handsaw. Next thing I know, he's just attacking one of the trees. Just <laughs> and I'm like, Wyatt, stop. Like, you can't. Stop doing that. You, you've got like a. I mean, he cut into that thing like a good solid inch. So he stops cutting the, you know, I take it away for a little bit. Yeah, back to him. And, uh, you know, I gave him another, you know, another piece of pine. <laughs> Next thing you know, I go and we had, we had got brand new bluestone steps put in. <laughs> that little shit took the saw and it's just sitting there on the steps. Good thing put, now is it won't cut the tray. <laughs> yeah. Put three three grooves in these in these steps. What the fuck were you doing? He's the best man. That guy lives without rules. <laughs> he doesn't live without rules. He just he lives he just, without rules. He just decides that there aren't rules. I had three of them. I, yeah, I had no, three, three of those little fuckers. Shut up. <laughs> three of those Shut up, asshole. <laughs> he only has one right now, so here's two little. Yeah. I had all three of them right in a row, mm-hmm. and that's what they did. Oh wow. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> Easier said than done. Yeah. We got full card and five percent battery. All right. We're gonna we're gonna call it a night on that then. Thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning into the Jim Miller Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so that we can keep bringing you more. Also, check out JimMillerMMA.com to stay up to date with everything that's going on. Thanks.